Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Eddie333. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. There are so many games coming to the Nintendo Switch that it's really hard to keep track. And one way that you can keep track, something to help you keep track, is SwitchList. You can find it on iOS and Android, or you can just go to switchlist.app. It's got a bunch of really great features like what games are coming out every week, what games are on sale. You can make a wish list and a collection. And best of all, it's free. So if you're looking for screenshots, trailers, top games, stats, and more, check out switchlist.app. Shintaro Furukawa is the sixth president of Nintendo. He took over for Mr. Kimishima, who took over temporarily after Mr. Iwata passed away a few years ago. Uh, Mr. Iwata was the first president of Nintendo, not from the original Yamauchi family, who founded the company back in, in on 1889. I think it is safe to say that Nintendo has never been a company that has shied away from change. When the company started back in the 1800s, it was a Hanafuda pl playing card company. And over its 130-year uh, history, it ended up transforming into one of the biggest video game companies on the planet. Mr. Furukawa has recently said that it is possible that Nintendo could shift away from the home console market in an interview with Nikkei, which is a Japanese business publication. Uh, this is the kind of move that just about everybody expected after the abysmal sales during the Wii U era and during the GameCube era. But since then, Nintendo has launched the Switch and has been a lot more dominant in the marketplace. A, a lot of people myself included, look at Nintendo as a company renewed. To hear Mr. Furukawa float the idea that they could get out of the home console business after launching such a massively successful console seems, well, a bit crazy. Let's forget about the idea that as a Nintendo-focused podcaster, this would be really bad for my show. Instead, let's just look at who would benefit from this. First and foremost, Microsoft and Sony would benefit from Nintendo moving to be a software-only company. Imagine a world where you can buy the latest Nintendo franchises on whatever platform you wanted. People have been calling for Nintendo to do this for a very, very long time, probably ever since Sega exited the home console market themselves. Sony and Microsoft would benefit not only from having some damn amazing games on their systems, but that's also one less competitor, bringing us right back to a two-system market. Microsoft and Sony wouldn't be the only ones to benefit from this move either. Nintendo would save massive amounts of money on research and development, money that they could pump into making more games. Their software teams could expand if they weren't spending so much money developing new hardware. That means more Nintendo games. And not only that, it would also mean Nintendo games on more systems. I think in the short term, 
we as video game players would also benefit. Nintendo would be making games for whichever platform we decided on. When you look at a PS4 or an Xbox One, with the exception of a few exclusives, for the most part, these systems are very potato-potato. There isn't much that can differentiate them, and at the end of the day, I could not tell you which one is better than the other, even if I did pick a PS4 over an Xbox One. So now Nintendo fans could buy one of the two big consoles and still be able to play Nintendo games without having to buy a second console just to avoid missing out on games that were uh, deemed uh, too designed for consoles that were too powerful in order to run on Nintendo's plucky and weird hardware. After hearing me say all that, you're probably thinking that I am all in on this, but I'm not, because in the long run, I think that this would be horrible for the industry as a whole. If you look at the innovation that has happened in gaming, it's all Nintendo. Sony and Microsoft might have more powerful hardware, but every time they're showing off something new, it's it's all about, look at how big these numbers are. We've got the most powerful console ever. It only seems like Nintendo understands that it's not just a race for bigger numbers that drives the gaming industry forward. It's not just about more powerful consoles. It's not just about better graphics. It's new features that only Nintendo seems crazy enough to try. Analog sticks, shoulder buttons, motion control, touch screens, HD rumble. The idea that the Switch is powerful enough to make it a portable system rather than going all out to compete with Microsoft and Sony. Microsoft and Sony wouldn't do things like this. They would say, sure, we can make it portable, but then it wouldn't be the most powerful system in the world. They don't seem to understand that the Switch has graphics that are good enough or that fun should come before how many polygons you can get on the screen at once. They let Nintendo take the risks and see what works, what catches on with gamers, and then they copy it. Without Nintendo leading the charge and innovating, I, I fear that the gaming industry would stagnate. It certainly isn't a bad business model to be in for Microsoft and Sony. I mean, it worked for Burger King. They let McDonald's do all the research to figure out where they should put their stores, and then they just put Burger King stores across the street. Microsoft does the same exact thing with Apple stores. But without Nintendo innovating, I fear the gaming industry would stagnate. And it would become a relentless race for higher numbers. And trust me, I'm all for good graphics. But if graphics were all we cared about, then there are a lot of features that are considered staples in the gaming industry today that we might not have right now. That being said, even though Mr. Furukawa has signaled that this is a possibility, I don't think that Nintendo will actually abandon the hardware market. What I do see happening is for them to start making a bigger focus on mobile games, which isn't something that I am interested in at all. Unfortunately, mobile games are huge right now. And the video game consumers are sealing their own fate. Companies like Blizzard and Nintendo wouldn't be interested in making mobile games if it weren't so damn profitable. People complain that they don't want their favorite gaming companies investing in mobile, 
but then they turn around and play Candy Crush or whatever the new hotness is for hours at a time, dumping giant piles of money on these companies. Who can blame the gaming companies for looking at a business that has a much lower overhead in return for skyrocketing profits? Even as more and more companies move from high overhead, high risk business like video games to low risk, high reward mobile games, Nintendo could also just keep trucking with their portable business. They are the de facto king of portable games. And even though they spent the first year of the Switch's life referring to it as a home console that you can take with you, I think that if you asked most people, they would refer to the Switch more like a portable system that just happens to be able to hook up to a TV. It might seem like I'm splitting hairs here, but it is an important distinction. And in his recent statement, I think Mr. Furukawa was very careful in his word choice. Note that he didn't say that Nintendo would stop making their own hardware, just that there is a possibility that at some point, Nintendo might stop competing in the home console business. Hell, if you ask a lot of people, some would say that they already have stopped competing. Nintendo hasn't directly competed with Microsoft or Sony in a very long time. This would just be more of the same. So at the end of the day, Nintendo's never been a company that's afraid of change. But I know there's a lot of people who read this and they're running around like the sky is falling. Nintendo is a very conservative company, or traditionally has been. And now that Mr. Furukawa is in charge, that doesn't necessarily mean that things will change overnight. At the end of the day, we really don't know what Nintendo is going to do until they tell us. But with as much success as they've had with the Nintendo Switch, I really doubt that they would move away from the hardware business altogether. They're just too good at it. This is actually some pretty damn big news. Uh, Nintendo is now, of well, Nintendo games... Games like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, Nintendo games are now available to be purchased on Humble Store. Uh, if you're not aware of Humble Bundle, they are a fantastic company that when I was playing a lot of games on uh, PC through Steam, I would use Humble Bundle all the time. And the reason why I used it all the time is because they would take a bunch of games, bundle them all together, and then you name the price that you want to pay. And depending on how much you pay, you got a certain set of games. So maybe they would have four games for um, whatever price you pick. And then game number six and game number seven would be if you beat the current average price. And game number eight and game number nine would come in if you paid $10 or something like that. And then not only not only that, which already sounds like a really good deal, uh, but then you as the customer got to decide, do you want to send your money to the developer? Do you want to send the money to Humble Bundle? Do you want to send the money to charity? 
And um, you got to pick like which money went where, which is really, really cool. So I've always been a huge fan of uh, Humble Bundle and um, they've they've done a Nintendo bundle before. I think it was back during the. During and, and yes, uh, Vaxer in chat is right. Uh, you can pick the charity. Um, they've they've done a humble bundle before. It was a bunch of 3DS games and a bunch of Wii U games, and I ended up buying it. It was a great deal. Uh, but this is the first time that Nintendo has been available on the humble store. So in addition to the cool bundle stuff that happens, now you're also able to go to Humble Bundle and buy uh, games directly from them, which is really, really cool. It looks like they've got all of the big third-party stuff, I'm sorry, first-party stuff. Um, well, like the biggest stuff. It's it's not everything. Uh, you can see, uh, like I said, Smash, um, Pokemon, Mario Odyssey, Zelda, Mario Party, Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, Arms, Captain Toad, Snipper Clips, Splatoon 2, um, Pokemon Quest, and you can also buy the Nintendo Switch Online membership there. You can also buy 3DS games there as well. And I, I know that some, some of you might say, well, how come I would go to this site rather than just buy it from my Switch? And I can totally understand that. Um, but you can have like one of the reasons why you might go to humble bundle in, or, or just the humble store. I'm sorry. Instead of buying it on the switch is maybe you buy stuff from humble store and you might have like some credit that you can spend there. Like that's one reason that you might. Um, I just think it's cool that, that Nintendo is allowing other places to sell their stuff like their digital codes i think it's a very important thing that they don't lock everything down and that this just shows that nintendo is again being more open than they used to be instead of this being like a one-time deal where you can just buy the bundle that they have for the day you can go there and and pick up some stuff and maybe it'll be on sale like humblebundle.com uh, humble they might have separate sales than the eShop so it it's it's always in your best interest to make sure if there's a game that you're looking for you know bookmark this site and just check and see if it's on sale before you buy it from the eShop and um e even if you don't end up shopping from humble bundle just bookmark them and every once in a while check them out because they might have a sale or a bundle that you're interested in and some of the money goes toward charity which is just awesome isn't it the atari 2600 now get up to 30 dollars in rebate offers plus a free pac-man now if you are an old old person like myself you probably fondly remember uh your nes zapper from back in the day and shooting that thing at your tv to kill them ducks and have the dog laugh at you. Um, Duck Hunt was a game that we played so much when I was a kid. We absolutely loved that game. And it's a shame that 
you know, people my son's age and, you know, probably people my daughter's age, too, because while she's old enough to have had a TV that was like the old TVs, at that time, I didn't have an NES that uh, we could hook up. So she probably never experienced playing Duck Hunt. And these days, with um, the way that TVs work, you can't play Duck Hunt. And I'm going to take a minute to explain why. Uh, so basically, when you are shooting your gun at the screen in Duck Hunt, uh, what happens is there's nothing actually coming out of... It's not like it's shooting light at your TV and the TV's detecting it. Although when I was a kid, that's what I just assumed was happening. What's actually happening is it's it's almost like the gun is a camera and the camera is looking at the TV. And if you've ever watched somebody play duck hunt, when they pull that trigger, you'll notice that the screen goes black for just one second, or actually not even a whole second. It's like really fast. The screen goes black. And when I was a kid, I thought that that was so that they could simulate like, uh, you shooting, but that was actually there to allow the uh, camera built into the gun to look at the screen and see where the ducks are because the whole screen doesn't go black. It's just where the ducks aren't goes black. So uh, if you, I, I might see if I have this footage someplace. I may not. And if I do, I will uh, put it into uh, the YouTube video of this. But... When you when you pull the trigger on the NES Zapper, the screen goes black except for where the ducks are, and those become big white squares. And what the what happens is the camera looks at the TV, and if it sees black, it thinks, "Oh, you missed." And if it sees white, then it's like, "Oh, okay, well you hit." And then it figures out which which white square you were pointing the camera at, and it kills that duck, and then the little dog grabs the duck, and holds it up. Now, with modern TVs, they have a very different refresh rate than we used to have on older TVs. So when you hook uh, an NES up to a, um, a modern TV and you pull that trigger, the black thing with the white squares doesn't happen at the right time anymore. And because of that, you're not going to hit anything. So Duck Hunt is literally unplayable on modern TVs. Uh, but it's it's about to change. There's there's going to be a peripheral, which you'll be able to pick up, which will allow you to play Duck Hunt games on a modern TV. Uh, they call this thing the Hyper Blaster HD. It's from Hyperkin, and it was shown off at CES in Las Vegas this week. And basically, now we don't know how much it costs, but it's it's built to uh, the right specifications, which means that when you pull that trigger on a modern TV now, it's going to go black. Now, this works on an original Nintendo Entertainment System. So if you've got like one of those, like a Retron 5 or something like that, that's not going to work. If you've got like a... Uh, a Raspberry Pi that has the game on it, that's not going to work. This is set up to work with 
actual original hardware. Um, I think that this is so cool and I really, really want one just so that we can try playing Duck Hunt uh, and imagine how how great Duck Hunt would be on such a massive TV because I remember when I was a kid, I think we were playing we were playing on, I don't know, like a 13 inch TV <laughs> or or maybe like a 15 inch TV at the most. I mean, my my iPad is only slightly smaller than the TVs that we played on when I was a kid. And, you know, being able to hit those ducks, they were really, really tiny on the screen. Uh, I think it would be amazing to be able to play on like downstairs. We've got like a 55 inch TV in the living room. I think it would be very, very cool. It all depends on how much this thing is going to cost. Uh, I have an, an, an original NES on the shelf behind me. I have a copy of Duck Hunt. Uh, the NES works, but I I probably won't spend too much on the Hyper Blaster HD because I don't know how much I would really spend time playing it. It would be like really cool for a, a little while, but I don't know that that Duck Hunt. Um, as much as I loved it as a kid, I don't know that it would hold my attention as long as it did when I was younger. Uh, that being said, I think that this is a very, very cool thing, and I'm very happy that Hyperkin are making this thing because there's something about the preservation of older games that I think is important. And light gun games are basically unpreservable unless you have an old style TV. And I remember I was, I was watching a YouTuber. I can't remember who it was. I think it might've been Epos Vox who you should definitely check out if you haven't. Um, he was talking about how he was having a hard time tracking down an old CRT TV, uh, to use with his, uh, his retro stuff. And, you know, even if I could, get my hands on one. I don't know that I would want it in my house, taking up a bunch of room because it's big. Um, Lego lawyer in chat has a great idea. A compilation of the zapper games would be really, really awesome. And it would be very cool if it came out on a Nintendo cartridge, because again, this only works with an original NES, but I, I do think that that's a really cool idea. Lego lawyer. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. Is this something that you're going to pick up? Let me know. When it comes to space games, nobody compares to Atari. Excuse me. Have you compared them to Intellivision? Intellivision? Sure, they've got great space games, like Intellivision Space Battle. I didn't know. When the Switch was first announced, uh, people were, well, since the Switch was first announced, people have been asking, where's the virtual console? Where's the virtual console? And finally, Nintendo had said, we're not doing it. Uh, we're doing the Nintendo Switch Online thing instead. A lot of people are unhappy about that. I'm not going to talk about the Nintendo Switch Online uh, right now, although I will say that it's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. Um, but what I am going to talk about is Virtual Console. And Virtual Console in the era of the Nintendo Switch seems to have been replaced. It seems to have been replaced by collections. And Virtual Console is not just about Nintendo games. Nintendo games are coming out uh, on the NES 
um, app, which you can only get if you are a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber. However, third-party stuff has been steadily coming out for quite a while now through uh, collections or um, remasters. Games like, uh, or not games like, um, there's a publisher, I think it's called Hamster. Uh, They've been doing a lot of the old Neo Geo stuff. Like there's tons of old Neo Geo games you can buy on the Switch for, I think it's like six bucks a piece. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't bought any of those. Uh, Then there's the collections that have been coming out from third-party companies. Like Capcom brought out the uh, the fighter beat em up. Um, they also brought out the Mega Man uh, collection, Mega Man Collection 2, Mega Man X Collection, Mega Man X Collection 2. Uh, Sega brought out a collection. We had SNK bring a collection. And now Bandai Namco has registered a bunch of trademarks for games like Battle City, uh, Warp Man, The Final Lap. Family Pinball and Arantaru Densentu, which uh, translates to Dragon Spirit, the new legend. Now, it is possible that these games are something that's going to be released through the Nintendo Switch Online app, which I think that I would prefer because I already pay for that, and that would mean that I would get these games for free. Or it could mean that we might get a Bandai Namco collection. Now, actually, now that I think about it, I think I have a Namco collection on my Switch. Uh, So let me go. I'm just looking on my Switch real quick to make sure. I'm 99% sure that they already have a Namco collection. Uh, It might mean that that Namco collection could get updated. Yeah, oh, it's called Namco Museum. Um, Software is not on the console. Oh, I didn't install it right now. But Namco Museum, you can see it right there. uh, If you're watching the video, Namco Museum. Uh, So there's already a Namco Museum. That's the one that has the multiplayer Pac-Man game, which is really, really fun. Um, So there's a couple ways that 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 this could happen. These could be games that are going to be patched as DLC to Namco Museum. Um, These could be a new collection that comes out, or this could be something that's coming to the Nintendo Switch Online Nintendo Entertainment System app. And right now, there's no way to know. I am hoping, fingers crossed, that it just comes to the app because that means it's free for me. Uh, But if it's coming as as its own bundle... I think that there's going to be a lot more companies that do this. And my question for you, because I always like to ask you guys questions. I love getting your feedback and hearing what you guys think. My question for you is, what company would you like to see a collection from? It's it's clear that Nintendo is really focusing on their NES titles. Um, So don't worry about who owns the rights. Don't worry about who, um, like what system it's from. I'm just curious what company, what third party company would you like to see collections from for the Nintendo Switch? Uh, Daz, Dazme in chat says he would like to see Midway. Um, what games were those? I'm trying to think of Midway. All I can think of is Pinball for some reason. 
um, let me know. I would like I would personally like to see Konami. Um, I would love to see some Castlevania stuff because I loved the original Castlevania games. Actually, I think the Nintendo Entertainment System Classic, which I don't have hooked up right now, uh, I think this has a Castlevania game on it, but I can't remember. Uh, Pakio would like to see a Mortal Kombat uh, um, uh, combo. Not combo. What am I? What's the word that I'm looking for? Bundle. A Mortal Kombat bundle. That would be cool. We do have a Capcom put out a Street Fighter 30th anniversary, which had like all of the old Street Fighter games on it. Lego Lawyer would like to see Cruisin'. So we had like Cruisin' USA, Cruisin' Europe. Those are really good ideas. Uh, so those are just a few ideas. Um, oh, Spy Hunter. Okay, so Dasmi replied from Midway. It was Spy Hunter, Joust, Rampage, Mortal Kombat, Narc, Total Carnage, Smash TV. Um, man, I can't believe that I forgot that that was Midway. I was a huge fan of Rampage when I was a kid. My My brothers and I would play Rampage, I believe, on our... I can't remember if it was the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo Entertainment System, but we really had fun playing Rampage. Uh, that game was really good. So uh, let me know what companies do you want to make a bundle for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, don't worry about whether or not it's something that could happen. Just what do you want? What are you? What is your wish list? Let me know. <music> So a couple episodes ago, I told you guys about, sorry, I told you all about, I don't want to assume gender, I told you all about a deal where you could get a 400 gigabyte SD card for less than $100. And I went ahead and made that purchase. Here's my old SD card, 128 gigabytes, replaced uh, with a 400 gigabyte uh, card. Now, in order to upgrade this, I had to copy the files over onto this, and uh, I decided to make a video just in case anybody out there wanted to look and see how it was done successfully, um, you know, from start to finish, how it was done successfully with, you know, because sometimes when I want to do stuff, I want to be able to see, okay, what does this look like when I do it so I can know what to expect? Uh, so I went through the whole process. Uh, figured out what you're supposed to do, copied the stuff over onto my computer, then copied it from my computer onto here. And man, oh man, it took a really long time. Now it might be because might be because I have a really, really cheap SD card reader. Uh, but it might also be because it was just huge. And, uh, I don't know what the reason was, but it took a really long time. It took an hour and a half to copy the data off of this. And then when I went to copy the the data onto my new card, my computer told me it was going to take six hours. And I found a way to get around that. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. If you want to, uh, if you end up buying a new SD card for your Switch and you're upgrading from a smaller one to a bigger one, then what I would recommend is that you follow the link in the show notes uh, or, you know, just bookmark my YouTube channel. And you can find that uh, video. It's about a 10, 12 minute video, something like that. And I walk you step by step through the process of upgrading your SD card 
from a small one like this to a bigger one that is, uh, you know, that holds a lot more games. So uh, make sure that you check that video out if you are upgrading your card. And uh, just if you like it, don't forget to do all those YouTube things that YouTubers asked for. Uh, anyway, let's get out of here. I think we've talked about enough stuff today. People in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best games. All right, that is it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. If you are looking to support the show, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, speaking of thank you, big thank you to the uh, musicians that let me use their music on the show. If you want to check out their music, all the musicians who've ever been on Nintendo Switchcraft can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. I also want to say thank you to everybody who supported the show before uh, by going to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. You guys are amazing. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Switchlist. If you want an easy way to look through uh, the eShop without going to the eShop, it's much easier on the phone uh, using Switchlist. And uh, that being said, thank you, everybody, for listening, watching, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, I'm out of here, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.